Okay. Um, for this week's cold open, I would just like to put my request up front to the editor. If they could find some uh, infomercial music to add to this, that would be lovely. I really appreciate it. Thank okay. you. Okay, but uh, we'll just get into it dry, you know, right now. <clears throat> Hi, my name is Melanie, and I just took Victoria Chase's 90s R&B class, and I can riff with the best of them. Here's an example. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for just $9.99 a month, you can too. Thank you. I love that because it's a <laughs> reference. It's an internet reference, but it's also just a true reference and, and mm-hmm. it relates. You've outdone yourself mm-hmm. this week. Thank you. Like That was a last minute spark of inspiration. And I had to give my girl Victoria Chase some props. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to die gotta, a little like, bit. You got to die a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. All right. Well, would you let everybody know what we watched this week, Sid? This week, we tuned into Friends, Family, and Lovers, released 2019, not to be confused with Usher's hit, Lovers and Friends. This film is available to stream on Prime Video. It's directed and written by Michael Ballard, starring Corey Brooks, Siobhan Ballard, Amambola Osundero, Edward Williams III, and Brianna Morris. All right, let's start the show. The new Chitlin' Circuit. Welcome back to the new Chitlin' Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we watch a Black independent movie. Why? Because we love them. Mm. All right, y'all. This week's 60 Second Challenge is sponsored by Cult Classic, MTV's Making the Band. What? Brian Michael Cox has no idea what we're doing here. <laughs> Not Let's the podcast. Let's come make it to him one day. Another B. Cox joint. Cox joint. Please stop it. Let's come make it to him. You never know that. Okay. Don't want to play no games, Brian. We want you exclusive. Anyway. <laughs> we can boomcack our way to a sponsorship. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Each and every week during our 60 Second Challenge, Alexis explains the plot of the film we're reviewing in 60 seconds or less. But before we get into the fun, while I have you, go ahead and tap on whatever podcast platform you're listening to right now. If they have a rating system, just go go ahead and click all three stars, all five stars, all four stars, the highest you can get. Click all of them and leave a comment. Do one of those two things for us on this lovely Monday. And after you f- follow that uh, activity, go ahead and retweet this week's episode announcement. Then come back mm-hmm. and listen to the episode. All right, yeah. I'm going to pause. You know, we're going to do a, a moment of silence. For engagement. Okay, for engagement. Let's get into the challenge. Thank you. Okay, in Chicago, there's two cousins who, mm-hmm. uh, there's Deshaun, who is broke. He's down on his luck. Don't get no girls. Been working the same job since high school. He's really just not doing that great. Lives in his grandma's house. And his cousin, uh, Kenneth, 
who is a drug dealer, a uh, small time. He's also not doing that great. He's got two baby mamas and a whole lot of drama. Um, now, Deshaun is a, he's a stand-up guy, you know, Christianity, trying to do the right thing. Kenneth clearly is not. They got a friend who's a famous producer named James. He's a low-down, dirty dog. And mm-hmm. they're just all trying to, like, get with the women they're trying to get with, get the money they're trying to get, and... Every single one of them is encountering hurdle after hurdle to doing so. And that's that's what happened here. Got five seconds left. That was Ooh. good. That was good. I, I thought for sure I, I thought for sure you was gonna get me up out of here this week. Now you yeah, you put a bow on look, that'd be such a shame. End of the year, we're getting close to the end of the season, and you gotta go. That would just what? be terrible. And, you know, See, I, you- I, I I give you like your two week severance, you know, so we can wrap it up nicely as the two of us. But like, I would hate for our listeners to come back season three and hear me with someone else on the show. That would, I mean, I'm glad you got it right though. You realize you don't have to kick me off the show if I go over 60 seconds. It's your choice. Okay. Okay. But does Steve Harvey let the family stay on Family Feud after they get their three X's? I'm, I'm just following the rules. I was not aware that Steve Harvey is who that you model your life choices after. No clue. That, yeah. That's how you what she say? Down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she and she's like, stay, and she's stay. Like, oh, <laughs> nigga, you <West> crazy. <laughs> we we love Steve Harvey here. We really I do. do. I really. Alrighty. Do. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. now that I'm safe for one more week to be here with y'all, to be here with Sydney, mm-hmm. uh, and y'all know what happened in the movie. Now let's get on into our general thoughts on friends, family, and lovers. All right, y'all, before we get into our review of Friends, Family, and Lovers, wanted to take the time to shout out two friends of the show and two incredible filmmakers also, uh, Ms. Janiah Black, the director and writer behind Turn of the Cheek, as well as Leon Pierce Jr., the uh, filmmaker behind Welcome Matt, who we recently interviewed and posted those uh, to many podcast platforms wherever you listen. Go ahead and check them out if you haven't. Uh, They just both left some really great comments under those posts uh once the episode aired and just to reiterate we had a really great time speaking with them i love that they're now friends of the show and can't wait to see what they have coming up next so go ahead check out those interviews and check out their films also if you haven't already all right y'all let's get back to the show so sydney what did you think of friends family and lovers when this movie uh ended and the credits rolled I had some very, I thought I had some mixed emotions and feelings on the movie, but now I've had some time to kind of reflect uh, and work through a few of those uh, emotions a little bit. And overall, I can say that I actually enjoyed the movie, even though a lot of the story was kind of very much like my jaw was open, like my mouth was (laughs) actually open during some scenes because I was like... Y'all for real? <laughs> Wait a minute. No. <laughs> like, what? What What happened? And then a lot of scenes, my mouth is open because I'm like openly cackling at a lot of these characters who are actually pretty funny. Um, I'm, I think all the actors in this movie are fairly new and pretty green. Um, but to their credit, I, I enjoyed a lot of the performances from them as well. Um, the only thing that gave me a lot of pause was there was like two scenes, which we'll get into later in this movie. And I was like, I don't know if that should have been done like that. Just 
personally, or that was a lot for me. Uh, But overall, I actually really did enjoy this movie. I didn't know what to expect or get into. I thought it was going to be like a musical or something. I I had no idea what to expect. I didn't watch a trailer beforehand. It just sounded like music-y to me. Um, The cover art, (laughs) I had the the actors on the cover poster are very like animated like they're yeah. moved, like in motion so it looks like they're doing a dance number a little bit literally and i read like the synopsis like one of the friends is a producer so i go oh this is something about music one of the guys on mm-hmm. the like the movie key art or whatever he's wearing headphones something oh he's an artist we got a girl holding a money phone so this this is really it's giving like you know black musical vibes to me it's very dramatic mm-hmm. looking the movie which art. is not that's not something we would have thought a year ago, but we've yeah. now reviewed two black indie yes. musicals. So now we exactly. know it's a possibility. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited to get into it, uh, to talk about those scenes that really just kind of like took me aback uh, and had me go, wait a minute now. Uh, yes. What did you think of Friends, Family, and Lovers? I think... Uh, the actors did pretty good um, mm-hmm. in a movie like this. It's really nice to get introduced to new faces and uh, yeah. and things like that. Um, I didn't expect it to be so like edgy, like kind of violent yeah. edgy. I didn't expect yeah. that. Um, but I think it's just really, it's like a classic looking like black indie this is like kind of quintessential like it is like the yeah. the elements in it it's just like yeah this is yeah yeah this is what I, this is what i sign up for um and I, that's to your point i thought it was gonna be more quirky that's good yeah like not as kind of like so many dark elements in the movie from the art itself it's like oh this is gonna be like i don't know like a this christmas a lot of like family hijinks and stuff but it was not that that's what i was (laughs) expecting family hijinks i was expecting kind of something that felt like um a movie we watched earlier this year where it was like hijinks the husband's trying to trick the wife what was the name of that um cheaper to keep her cheaper to keep her that was, yeah. good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I thought it was going to be kind of like that, but it, it yeah. turned out a little different. So I'm really uh, interested to hear your thoughts when we walk mm-hmm. through the scenes. Um, if you can't tell, I don't really know how I feel about it. I felt like the writing was a little, like I wanted a little bit more from the plot. If, if, yeah, if for I'm, sure. I felt like the movie didn't have a central theme tying around it. I, I mm-hmm. think it was supposed to be like the wisdom that they got from their grandma, kind of like Sister Code. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> but Sister Code is just kind of tied together a little bit stronger, and we get those yeah. flashback scenes with their deceased mom mm-hmm, that ties mm-hmm. them together, and we get flashback scenes with them as kids. But like kids, here, yeah. we just have one character who's just very different from his cousin, and they're, all the plot lines seem disjointed a little bit. yeah. I agree to that. I think that's why when it ended, I was like, huh, okay, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like, oh, no, no, no. No, I was just going to say, I think by the end of this review, I feel like we'll both be on a very solid like footing on how we feel about this movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You heard it here, listener, homegirl. 
What you're going to hear the rest of the review is me and Sydney figuring out <laughs> exactly where to land on this because um, yeah. we don't know. So uh, join us on this journey. Please. Let's go ahead and walk through some of these scenes. Here on the New Chitlin Circuit, we like to start with the opening scene of the movie. So that's what we're going to take it to. The movie opens up. We're in this uh, dark room uh, with our main character, Deshaun. He's tied up to a chair. Um, yep. And my first thought, I thought my man was in trouble. I thought. You I know, did too. He, the way the scene was lit, it was like real dark and just scary. Um, yeah. But it's apparently a sex dream he's having about some girl. And this is his fantasy. Me personally, right. I can't relate. That's I don't fantasize about being uh, tied up in a dark room like that. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Only comment I have about this scene is I want justice. Okay. I want justice uh-huh. for the lactose intolerant who are <laughs> listening to this episode right now. Okay. Hear me out. Listen, if, if that's you, turn your speakers up a, like a decibel louder, however much you need to go. We don't deserve to be made fun of like that. Okay. <laughs> it is not your fault that your body cannot process that. Don't blame yourself and don't let these people try and devalue you. Okay. Nobody wants whipped cream on their body anyway. That's nasty and sticky. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. I'm going to get off my soapbox, but we deserve justice. Hashtag no justice, no peace. Thank you. you. Wait, you're, you're this up in arms about lactose intolerance? Yes. Yes, I am. Because nobody really understands the struggle until you so, got to run out of a room. <laughs> <laughs> so what you finna do? You finna you finna start a 5K to raise money for research? Or yes. like, we, we have to find a cure because this oh is not God. right. This is we like gotta the, find Michael a Scott, cure. <laughs> the Michael Scott fun run 5K for rabies. Yeah. <laughs> for the cure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, girl. I wanted well, to start there. I thought that was a funny joke. Um, <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> I did. And so what we're what we're referring to is in this like sex fantasy, he has, of course, you know, what people think is sexy is putting whipped cream on somebody, and that's what occurred. And uh, the character Deshaun goes, I hope you're not lactose intolerant. <laughs> um, which is... At this point, when I'm watching these first few minutes of the movie, I'm like, okay, I am getting some hijinks and some like yeah. comedies. I thought most of the movie would go this way. Um, Same. <laughs> yeah. But which is odd because this is one example of a scene in the movie where the like way that the thing is shot and like set up and lit mm -hmm. is different yeah. from the actual tone of it. Like this That's is supposed point. to be funny, but it was a little scary. <laughs> yeah, a little dark and like, oh, wait a minute now, is he in trouble? And then oh. later on, in one of yeah. the climaxes of the movie, because the movie follows three different characters: Deshaun, yep. Kenneth, and James. So there are three different climaxes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. in one of the climaxes, it's supposed to be like, oh my god, like scary. Yeah, but it's shot kind of funny. It was no okay. That's we can we we'll get there because we're talking about the exact same scene. I yeah. know. And I was just like, that's one. My my face was like jaw. If it could yeah. be on the floor, it would have been on the floor. <laughs> and I'm like, 
Why, am I laughing or am I sad? Am I yeah, like it was a little confusing? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. My body didn't know how to react to that, so that was a lot. You um, seen the Tic Tackers using um, the Mr. Brown sound clip from Meet the yes. Browns? You're trying to confuse me. <laughs> You're trying to confuse, <laughs> and you can't confuse me. <laughs> I got a little confused, but it, yeah. I, it's at this point I'm having fun in in the movie. Same, but so. then this is also one of the first things that kind of like. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know this was that kind of movie because he he gets a call from his cousin who's like locked up, and then he like holds up a photo of this woman who he's like thirsting over, who I guess was also in the wet dream, and then a photo of his grandmother who's like his like conscious, his like leading mm-hmm. person in this movie figure or whatever, and then he talks to Jesus. So I go, wait a minute, is this a Jesus flick? I had that was, same thought halfway through the movie. Like the third yeah. time Deshaun brought up God, I was like, what is this? Wait, is this a Jesus flick? Because y'all always bait and switch me. Y'all don't never put Jesus on the cover art, but then I get halfway never. through the movie and this is a Jesus flick. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Uh, that Half the movies, pretty, all but one of the Jesus flicks we've reviewed on this show were bait and switches. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. Um, no, two, all but two. Oh. What was the other one? That wasn't a bait and switch or that was in love with a church girl. We knew that was a Jesus flick. Yeah. Every other one, I can't, I don't, I've never said, let's watch a Jesus flick. <laughs> oh, that's well, yeah, because turn of the cheek, I didn't know it was gonna be like Jesus y. Yeah. Uh, I what didn't was know. the um Jamal McMillan's film? Um uh, Sustained. Sustained. I didn't know that was yeah, be a I didn't Jesus know flick either. I thought it was gonna be like just a legal drama and it had yeah. the Lord involved. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You see? They get you every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But let's keep moving on. He gets a call. He, you know, he wakes up in the middle of the night. He gets a call from Kenneth, who he calls Kenneth, because um, mm-hmm. he has a like That's Nigerian accent. That dro- yeah, because one of the lead characters in this movie he, I, I'm, is he Nigerian? He is Nigerian. I, I, think, I think. Yeah, but his cousin is not. I'm assuming their grandmother wasn't either, and no one yeah. else in the movie is. And what confuses me is I suppose these men are at least 30. Um, mm-hmm. And they said that Deshaun, the Nigerian one, had been living in Chicago at least since high school. Right. Um, so I'm trying to figure out what the family tree could be to where he has an accent that thick. But no, no one else in his family does. That does, was a little yeah. odd. And it yeah. seems like, like, you know, I don't know this. And once again... We, look, look, the new Chitlin Circuit is a friend to filmmakers and uh, black indie actors alike. We, we, mm-hmm. we is here for y'all. So if I'm getting this wrong, go ahead and go ahead and let me know. I'm, I'll be mm-hmm. a good sport about it. Yeah. I don't think the actor who plays Deshaun has that thick of an accent. Um, I don't think so either. It was very much giving uh, Will Smith tell the truth. Well, not, well, <laughs> I think the actor is African, <laughs> like because Will Smith's accent was not that was like an American just oh, kind okay. of fucking around. Why oh, okay. he didn't get a coach for that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Will Smith because he because he's Will Smith. He because he know people are gonna go see the movie regardless. He don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's, That's why. Oh, I would I would be embarrassed if I was <laughs> to be honest. Like, like as an artist, like money and aside, clearly he's successful. But yeah. Mans hasn't had a good movie since like I Am Legend. <laughs> that was so long ago. Yeah. Well, I will say King Richard is is looking like this. This may be uh, yeah. his, his turnaround. Yeah. 
I don't know, Sydney. Um, I think this one has a, a stronger bet, but people said that about Collateral Beauty, and apparently the only two niggas that liked it was me and you. <laughs> was us. <laughs> <laughs> but that movie was beautiful. It was so sad. <laughs> we sat up in that theater and just cried. <laughs> cried. Just c- coming out of the matinee, sun beaming on your eyes it's, red. Right. It's <laughs> beautiful. He's such it's an artist. <laughs> he did that. People also said that about seven pounds. <laughs> so is, I like is seven this, pounds. Sydney, we just disqualified ourselves as experts uh, on okay, the quality of a Will, Will Smith movie. Smith, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm biased because I am. A, I, I'm a Will Smith fan. I can say yeah. that. Okay, no, I'm so I'm, yeah, I'm clearly biased. <laughs> Okay. But yes, he should have got a damn accent coach for that movie. That was yeah, crazy. Yeah, he should have. And no this disrespect actor. to Miss Osen- Mr. Osendaro, uh, my fault. Yeah, like listen to yeah. his name. I, I, I think he is West African. Yeah. But maybe like American, like you know how Yvonne Orji puts on the accent for like a comedy bit? Yeah, but, like, yeah. She doesn't have an accent mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. I, I just don't know why it was a part of the story. Why, like why the character- His character- yeah, had to have know. the accent. It was a little distracting. Um, yeah, frankly, it would have been. I think it would have worked for comedy because just, just some, like I said, sometimes people. It use would have maybe if like their grandmother was like Nigerian, mm-hmm. came to um, the states with him, you know, and his teenagers raised him and Kenneth, and he's mimicking like her very like thick accent yeah. as like a family like comedy thing. That would have been funny, but this or movie it- also wasn't a comedy. So. Yeah, it would have made sense if everybody in his family was Nigerian. Like if Kenneth, yeah. if if he's the cousin who just moved over when he was 16 and Kenneth's mm-hmm. family moved here when he was two, then that right. could have worked. So yeah, but uh, Deshaun, that's another thing. His name's Deshaun. Is that, mm-hmm. <laughs> Is I don't that know African any name? Nigerians with a name like that. Deshaun, that's a very yeah. American name. It is. Is it not, or is this just how like Black Americans think certain names are Black American, like Malik, but it's not? Right, but it's not. Yeah, <laughs> is it like that see. type of thing? I'm gonna Google it. What Deshaun name origin? Okay, <laughs> let's get back on track here. Yeah, Kenneth is in jail, um, presumably for his illicit uh, line of work. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a drug dealer, and frankly, the next like. 10 or 20 minutes of the movie is just them. It's just the, the actors, the, the characters showing to us what each of these guys is about. Deshaun yeah. is a well-to-do, hardworking man. He just happens to be broke. Um, yeah. He also loves the Lord. And mm-hmm. Kenneth is really not a great guy. Um, no. He is like, I've, like the antithesis of Deshaun. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes to see his baby mama, the first one, Keisha. Yep, Keisha. And she's uh-huh. my other, my one problem with the movie is the black women in the movie are very. Um, I didn't like how their characters were written. I didn't like it. Um, because it didn't have to be. Yeah. Um, none of them are actual characters. They're all just like caricatures, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And. They like nothing about them was shown in the movie. It was just look at these women fawn over these fighting men over this or, man. Yeah, yep. fight over these men. It was mm-hmm. very. I hate hey, to sound mamas. like a 
This is how yeah. like black parents across the country sounded in like 05 about Flavor of Love. I hate to sound like that, <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> but like eh, it's kind of true. That's true. That is that. I mean, that is how, yeah. I can't believe all of these women fighting over Flavor Flav and this mm-hmm. is what you choose to fill your brain with? Me. Wow. Yeah. Wait, your mama said that to you because you was watching Flavor of Love. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't they never understood my uh, my love and appreciation for reality TV. They still don't. That was a wild time, man. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> like I, I hate to sound like that, but it, it's it kind of it rubbed me the wrong way a little bit, and it's actually been a string Same. of like, and it was also that like they that tr- I felt that way about. That's true, and I also hated the way that I guess they. That uh, both his the baby mamas were like supposed to be contrasting characters and how they were like depicted. Yeah. So Keisha, she's still a baby mama, but unlike his first baby mama, whose name I can't remember right now, she wants to you know, you know, make herself a whole woman and marry him and do things the right way. She went and got a college degree, but she's still a baby mama. Um, and his other baby mama, I guess she's still is also still with a drug dealer. He trapping. He doing whatever the hell he doing. But except mm-hmm. she a hood rat. So that's why he don't want to be with her. Because she a hood rat. And he'd rather be with this other girl. But he don't want to marry her. It was. I was like, uh, what are these girls giving to the plot? Yeah. Of, like overall. And the issue. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't even say that Kenneth was really fully developed. Or given like a full like given a detailed arc at least because in the Mm -hmm. end he does get like baptized and stuff like that but that's my problem with jesus flicks is that we get like (laughs) like we get like proxy events that are supposed to signal that someone has changed when in Mm -hmm. fact it's just an event that has happened like yeah niggas get baptized all the time and still be running the streets like Mm -hmm. niggas they, they just get baptized they go to church like once a month and they get mm-hmm. a new Jesus piece. And yep. <laughs> when stuff gets really hard, they pray. That's not really a yeah. character change. <laughs> it no, it's not. Like, you know? It's that, um, yeah. But that aside, that aside, I think the central plot is Deshaun and this singer Jasmine. Yeah. Trying to get together. She's feeling him instantly. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's cute, so I get it. No, um, no, because look, when they was in the laundry room, and she made him take his shirt off, that's mm-hmm. and he covered up his titties. Now. I was like, <laughs> oh, I love me a bashful man. Okay, mm-hmm. that was just cute. big swole up, man. He, right, he, he looks good to me. He had a nose ring too. Also, oh my Ooh. god, wow. <laughs> he knows what the girls like. <laughs> yeah, I was taking it back. That's really what the girls like. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. what a what a man. <laughs> so clearly, mm-hmm. I mean. Despite him like being broke as hell, you know, she goes for it. She likes him. They're hanging out mm-hmm. a lot. They're dating pretty much. They're yep. going out on dates. You know, they're seeing each other. The central plot is that plus Jasmine is, you know, starting up her music career. Mm-hmm. With, Inspiring artists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if we've if you've watched Love and Hip Hop, you know how this goes. There's <laughs> mm-hmm. a guy, James. He's a producer and he's offering to put her on. <sighs> To sign her to his label, mm-hmm. which has no artists currently. None. <laughs> she will be the first. Yep. We've seen this plot a million times. 
over um, and over again. Not saying that the plots were done. I'm just saying, like, we, you know where this is going. Right. Um. So James is trying to push up on the girl, but D is, like, really into her. So that's right. that's kind of the like main Queen point Latifah of Like Queen Latifah said in bringing down the house, he trying to get some booty tonight. Hmm. <laughs> you quote that movie at the oddest times. Because <laughs> it... It relates to different circumstances, so many different circumstances. So I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Please don't continue. apologize to me. This is who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I love that well, movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, uh, so so that's the central plot. Now the issue I have, and now we're going to talk about this one of the scenes that you mentioned earlier, Sydney, that really mm-hmm. kind of confers you, threw you off about the movie. Um, yeah most of the screen time is given to this Deshaun, Jasmine, James thing. Yeah. And James's situation. James is also uh, married. Married um, and cheating. And cheating. And Kenneth, Kenneth's plot is kind of a sideline to that simply because more characters yeah. are involved in that first plot. But yep. the biggest height of the movie, like the most uh, like shocking climax of the movie Mm-hmm. involves Kenneth where yeah. his baby mama the one he's with and wants to marry him um is stabbed yeah by Keisha the first baby uh, mama now this is uh-huh. the scene i was talking about that was supposed to be kind of scary but the way it was yeah. shot i it, it was kind of funny was... and also kind of like uh what the like i was like whoa <laughs> cuz so, it was it was like uh I don't like Chucky movies, but like sometimes it'd be kind of funny, right? So it was like yeah. like that kind of intensity of seeing Chucky stab somebody, like you know, and that sound <laughs> stab, effect stab, 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 is kind of what they yeah, use, yeah, like like that when when she's when she stabbed her like four different times in the stomach, and I said ah, and we as the audience know she's pregnant, but Kenneth doesn't know, and also now. I don't know whose idea it was, and I don't know what to tell you if you're listening and it was your idea, because the truth is I liked it, but the other <laughs> no, truth was... is I don't think it should have went in the movie, I but I did so love it. <laughs> Somebody set the camera on top of the car and yeah, had it was so chaotic. <laughs> lean out, <laughs> out the side of the window of the car as the car sped away after she said uh-huh, that. bitch. Yes, no. and then she says that. She said, ah, like I got you. <laughs> um, and personally, so I, took, I took a note of that because I thought that was awesome. <laughs> was I want to so try cool. it. I yeah. want to try it. Like it put a tripod like the, or something. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like the We Found Love video. <laughs> it did. And the way that video had a chokehold on like mm-hmm. 14, 15 year old me, I I would love to make something that like just chaotic but emotional. What was the name of that light skinned fella from the video? Uh, the Chris Brown lookalike? I got him. His name is, that's the name. Was he Irish? His name is Dudley O'Shaughnessy. Hmm. <laughs> he must be Irish. <laughs> name like Dudley. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's British. Let's uh, keep moving. I'm Dudley. Sorry. Uh, Dudley. Uh, apologies, bruv. Okay, girl. <laughs> yeah, somebody's I don't know whose idea it was. And like if you don't say, you know, 
anything to us. Just could somebody say like what went into that shot? Please. Because it's my not note easy for to that get a shot scene, like that. It reads, "Oh my god!" Yeah, that was the wildest scene I ever seen in my life. <laughs> my note said, <laughs> "I'm not. I'm country." I wrote this exactly. It says, "What she done stabbed her." With a question mark and an exclamation point. <laughs> and then there's a sub bullet that says, and taste H-A. She did go. <laughs> it was so like, I was stunned oh at, after that scene left because. It was wild. I, I laughed and I was, was like, ooh. But I felt like I wasn't supposed to be like that. No, she I don't think so. Because pregnant with this man's third child. Yes. It's kind of like, you know, when you play in Grand Theft Auto and it, yes. that game gives you the license to just be violent because you you can you can do that in the game. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt like watching that. Like, I shouldn't be enjoying this scene because mm-hmm. it was so violent. But why they do it like that? Like, this was like she seemed like she had clown makeup on, stabbed a girl and ran away. Like, it was, it was crazy. It was absolutely uh, wild. Uh, that's wild. the only word. Yeah. If if look, listener, homegirl, if you're still on the fence about whether or not to watch this movie, I think this scene alone yeah. <laughs> is enough to like you should go ahead and watch the movie. So on Prime Video. Yeah. Like I had such a fun time sitting on the roof of that car with Keisha. Yes. <laughs> like that was I really liked that shot. I don't. I want to know how many times it took to get that. I want to yeah. know. Shout out to uh, was that Michael on the storyboard? Ballard? I was going to ask, like, <laughs> look, if that was on your shot list, uh, director Michael, yeah. go off. Because I mean, it, it did what it was supposed to do. It made the scene as chaotic as like as it was supposed to feel. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It was now, good. Sydney. My question for you is: What was the other mm-hmm. scene in the movie that you said was like what? To you. So, uh, the stab, stab, stab scene. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I wonder if that's what it said on the storyboard. Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> stab, stab, stab. Oh. Um, go through my notes. Um, <clears throat> oh, uh, the the audition gags uh, that were going on in the movie. Because cause at that point, I was like, this is kind of hijinksy. This is very comedic. Right. Any movie that includes, like... A montage of auditions, you know, five yeah. of them are going to be terrible, super funny, and then that one person's going to come in and blow you out the water. Yeah. What killed me about that? There was one girl who did a rap, and she said, "Loved it." A B C D E F G. Won't you come and lick on me? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that was after the audition. I wrote down a quote from. <laughs> It says, she says, hi, my name is Sandy. She seemed like a really nice lady. And then she like <laughs> hunches her shoulders over and goes, I'll wrap you up and put you in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking, I was, it was really, it was funny. It was good. It was a lot. It was a lot. And just yeah. a pin there, I, we got to give credit to Issa Rae because she really yeah. put just people coming on TV, on the internet. Uh, just rapping nonsense, but you feel it. You feel yeah. the lyrics. You feel the emotion. Um, yeah. She put that on the map for the non-rapping girls because it was Still, good. Still, my favorite 
Issa raps still come from awkward black girl. That oh, you think I'm playing, bitch? Oh, you think I'm playing slut? Oh, you think I'm playing trick? <laughs> like what? She, like Sydney, you good. and I have lived together before. Had I walked into your bedroom and heard you rehearsing some shit like that, <laughs> what the fuck rounds with pussy nigga? <laughs> I would have had to break the list. <laughs> you would have moved out? How can I live next to that? <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, no. So, yeah. yeah. that That's because it confused me. The tone of the movie kept switching. It's it comedy. Then we get stab, stab, stab. And it was yeah. just like, it was a lot. So, those those two scenes juxtaposed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it makes it. It, it makes it a little off, but I think what brings it back back around for me into overall enjoyment of the movie was the actors. I think yeah. they they seem to kind of put whatever they had into these characters and make them come to life, Definitely. even though a lot of the story was like, okay, yeah, well, all right, yeah. One thing I, there was there was never a dull moment moment in the not movie. at all. Now you know what I'm thinking about in terms of cinematic parallels hmm. because I'm like another movie that I know that had hella comedy mm-hmm. even had romance mm-hmm. and people getting shot and stabbed mm-hmm. but it worked it's another Chicago actually I don't even know if that's maybe it's just another industrial city classic save the last dance hmm you're right. They was in no, they were in Chicago. Was that Chicago? Yeah, they was. Was it Chicago mm-hmm. or Philly? It was one of the other. That's what I'm thinking too. It was either yeah. Chicago or Philly. Um, it could have been Philly. I, it felt East Coast. Yeah, I think it was Philly because she was coming yeah. from like what, like Connecticut or something? I don't know. Yeah, it felt like something on the Amtrak line, like on the yeah, Northeast it did. corridor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The any regional. It was stopping yeah, in one of those. The any yeah. <laughs> the Vermonter. Yeah. <laughs> One of those. Um, yeah. But, you know, the I think the reason that worked is, one, it had the same visual language, the whole movie, the same, mm-hmm. like, color palette. The, mm-hmm. the whole movie was blue. Yep, that's that's <laughs> a good point. The whole that's movie was point. blue the entire time. Whereas yeah. here, it's like, you know, the lighting was a little bit, um, mm-hmm. one, a little bit, like, bright in every scene. Um, yeah. Except that first gag scene. <laughs> yeah. But... Like it just it wasn't tied together, and the mm-hmm. the score on Save the Last Dance, which I was just yeah. listening to this week, talk about bangers, fire, bangers. Who did the music for that? That's an MTV movie. MTV made that movie. They sure did. They did all the licensing for the music. Yeah, yeah. so that's why the music's so good. Dang! Oh my god! Yeah. Um, but like. In this movie, the the score wasn't keeping up with the changes in no. tone. So, <laughs> That's like, a good point it wasn't. Yeah, Save the Last Dance. They once one. It's a much bigger budget movie, but like, you know, mm-hmm. we could go from literally seeing a teenage mother like struggle with her baby father, yeah, and seeing somebody get shot in a drive by to yep. seeing some white girl talk about. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about ballet. <laughs> like, you know, what and do it works. What do you want? <laughs> and it worked, but this I feel like they, you know, needed to Yeah. They could it wrangle have, it, it in. It didn't mesh as well. It didn't really all the pieces didn't connect 
all yeah. you're right save the last dance had a lot of like carrie washington knows she's funny i really want her yeah. in like another like comedic role like uh yeah. she was in peoples that woman oh, is so hilarious good. so, so good. like i think in this movie of uh, friends family and lovers had they figured out some way to like because there are a lot of funny characters like eddie their little like friend who's like the kevin hart of the movie the little short friend coming around for jokes mm-hmm. and comedic they call like, me relief. snook the yeah. coochie crook <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. like they need he was you know great for his role and peace and with all the drama and yeah. death and stab 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 but then it did none of that ever came back around to really connect and make the story feel whole it just felt yeah. like a lot of fragmented pieces were put together and yeah. at the end of the movie i think that's why both of us were like oh okay yeah and, and the real reason <laughs> you have to like these three characters james deshaun and kenneth <laughs> you mm-hmm. have to why you keep saying his name like that that's how Deshaun said it. But his name is Kenneth. But that's how Deshaun said it. Uh, okay. Okay. Kenneth. <laughs> um, there, I, at least Deshaun and Kenneth both had good motivations. I feel like I knew what the characters were kind of wanting in each scene, yeah. you know? Um, mm-hmm. James, not so much. Um, I think James just is just slimy. Sleazeball. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that <laughs> but, was his whole purpose. So it's good that all three characters have a driver, like a, something mm-hmm. that's driving them. But the thing they're trying to achieve should be tied to the other characters. That's why Save the Last Dance worked, uh, amongst the other things, like the soundtrack yep. and stuff. But like, right, like, right, right. Sarah was like new to this space, and she's like mm-hmm. her desires got connected to the guy Sean. Sean. Derek. No, no, no. Uh, Derek. 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 <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. his desires are, of course, connected to Kerry Washington's character. Mm-hmm. But here, like, Kenneth wanting to do right by his family really didn't have anything to do with Deshaun. Um, yeah, because he was Deshaun, following in his grandmother's wishes already, trying to, you know, lead yeah. a positive life, be a productive member of society, rah, rah, rah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, like, Deshaun... One thing I have issue with uh, Deshaun as a person, not the not a writing flaw, but just as mm-hmm. like if I knew if he was a real person, and I knew him, I'd have issue with yeah. the fact that he wasn't even trying to get no money. What's that at about? all? <laughs> at all? And why everybody know you be having wet dreams? Who? Who? Why are you telling people that? A grown man. <laughs> a grown it's ass not, man. Like <laughs> I don't have many male friends, if you can tell. So I don't know. Um, is that a thing? That, does that happen to grown adult men frequently? I feel <laughs> like, like that's not post puberty. That's yeah. like an every night occasion. Like, that's kind of weird. That's weird. But yeah, yeah, this nigga wasn't trying. Wasn't even trying to get no money. He was fine not being the manager at the store and getting played just, by everybody. Yeah, yeah he was. Just, he was a simp all around. He was a simp. That's why I wanted yeah, to see accurate. him grow out of that. I guess yeah. he punched James, but like. That's not that hard to do. He was still right, okay with just whatever he. I guess he stopped lying to Jasmine at the end. That was her name, Jasmine. This mm-hmm. girl? Yeah, Jasmine. Yep, he stopped lying to her at the end about what he did for a living. But like he, she knew. Look at how you dressed. You don't look like you have money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. So. I, <clears throat> one of the things I, I want to bring back to the around, review five minutes ago, I would have been like, yeah. I think yeah. I think I liked the movie. But now that we done talked about it again, 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I got a question for you, Sydney. Who came to act? Yeah, uh, the person I'm actually going to name, uh, we didn't really discuss very much <laughs> in the film, but um, I think he he played his role well. He did a little with a lot. You know, they gave him a couple lines every few scenes. He delivered. He made me laugh. And he was very uh, memorable at the end of this movie. And as I say, left it all on the screen. Uh, so for this week's Who Came to Act nominee, i like to give it to Mr. Edward Williams III, uh, who played Eddie, their little like sidekick funny friend uh, in this movie. I, I think he, he has a bright future ahead of him. Yes. He's very funny. Yeah. Uh, because he's not here in the studio with us right now, I'm going to accept that on his behalf. Uh, he did mm-hmm. great. Um, I definitely enjoy yeah. his like jokes that were put in the scene. So congratulations yeah, to you, Eddie. Yes, congrats. Well, Edward, I don't know him like that. We're not friends yet. You're right. You're right. Edward. <laughs> the third. The third, Mr. Williams. Yeah. And, you know, to the filmmakers, what, what was the writer's and the director's name? Uh, written and directed by Michael Ballard. Oh, the writer and director, same person. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same okay, person. go ahead now. You know, that's mm-hmm. always very impressive. And yeah. I-, I would love to see another movie from Mr. Ballard. Is that how I say it? Yep, Ballard. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. th- this movie was wild, but to be quite honest, pretty much all the elements of the movie, I liked. Like, all the storylines, yeah. all the scenes, pretty much, I liked. It's It yeah. was just about it coming together. So, like, take what I said... <laughs> The critiques with a grain of salt because yes. I actually did like the the elements of this film. So I, I if I see his name on something else, I'd definitely be partial to watching watching it. For sure. Yeah. Same. Same. Well, uh, all right, y'all. We're gonna get out of here on this Monday and uh let y'all get to the week. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, follow us on Twitter at TNCC pod and on Instagram at new chitlin circuit and that's spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N and for the latest and greatest check out our website at the new chitlin circuit.com oh.